Welcome to Startup Climb, where we bring you interviews with startup founders. Through this podcast, we hope to go behind the curtains to find out where it all begins. This is an inside look on their journey, their struggles, and how they overcome adversity. On today's episode, we have Jerry Chua, co-founder of Movas. Movas is a Singapore startup that specializes in international relocation. Welcome, Jerry. Hi, Jerry. Hey, hi. Hello. So, um, let's just start oh, yeah, with sure. a little introduction about your company and your team. So, what you guys do? Okay. So, basically, uh, my company name is uh, Movas Innovation. You know, um, uh, we brand it as Movas. Uh, we want to make international relocation a seamless and uh, efficient process for uh, everyone, you know, uh, all over the world. You know, with this mission to allow people to relocate, right, and uh, to allow them to move well as well as uh, live well. So the whole idea is uh, basically to get to bring the world closer, um, to enable a seamless and truly moving experience. You know, for anyone who wants to move, if you if you can think about moving, right, is a very improved process, uh, which uh, probably I can uh, share with you more later. Yeah. So a little bit about our team. Um, it was founded uh, by uh, three of us. Um, um, three of us are actually classmates. You know, um, like um. 15 years ago in NUS Business School. You know, uh, three of right. us uh, study um, business um, and uh, especially myself and Vishnu, you know, uh, we were pretty good friends. Uh, we, we took same modules, you know, but uh, after when we, uh, when we graduated, right, we all went into different fields. Okay. For me, myself, I um, actually go into uh, a few startups. You know, I started uh, a company called Rezo. It's actually a, right. a, a business that are uh, catered for people in terms of uh, uh, clothings, you know, we do um, tailor customized clothings, yeah, using a tech platform to enable our client to have that visual visualization, right, of how it looks, you know, with different kind of fabrics as well as a different right. color and tone to see they match, you know, their their body type as uh as well as the skin color. That's uh, my first uh startup experience. Um, uh, for the very beginning, we get grant, you know, we get grant from uh, some of the uh. One of them is uh this uh intuitive uh NTU intuitive actually by NTU. Yeah, I I I don't know, I think it's quite strange. I'm uh, from NUS, but uh, I managed to get a, a, a sponsor from my NTU, a small little grant of um 50k, but it was uh, really helpful. It allowed me to actually uh, create a, a simple product. You know, at the same time, uh I met my uh, idea about how I can actually go out to uh build this business. You know, um, right. um, in this business, I did it for quite a few, uh, around quite a, a long, uh, about maybe around uh, one and a half years, you know. And after which, I actually sold the, the company to so-called a friend of mine, you know, who actually uh, continued the business until today. Yeah, so right. that was uh, my very first uh, experience into uh, into this uh, startup work. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, that's about me. Uh, and then subsequently, I went into uh, the other venture um, as well as uh, I actually went to uh, work as a uh, salesperson as well uh, from uh, in the financial industry. Uh, and then the other two founders, uh, Vishnu, he actually also uh, has a lot of experience, especially from him. He's actually in the um, international relocation industry. He was actually right. one of the um, biggest uh, contractors, you know, which provide... Um, labor, material, and um, supplies to the uh, big boys in Singapore. Yeah, so actually the idea actually came about when I start talking to him. You know, hey, Vishnu, what are you doing? You know, what, what were you doing back then? You know, uh, what, what is it about? So 
So we started to understand, hey, actually the, the field that uh, he was in uh, is something that is pretty fragmented, pretty traditional. Um, and then um, at that time, you know, uh, we, 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 we thought about it, you know, we, we brainstormed, we, we did our user check, you know, look at the American market, look at the international market, and then realized, hey, this is something pretty interesting. You know, if we can actually uh, create something, you know, uh, create, uh, uh, and at that time, you know, you, you, you heard about the Airbnb of the world, you know, you, you heard about um, all these kind of company, right? They are, they are, they are being built. Right. Yeah, and, um, and it's interesting time, like, an exciting time. So, but at the same time, we realized that myself and uh, Vishnu, we were pretty um, not like the uh, tech kind of techy kind of uh, entrepreneur. Uh, we probably can uh, build a company, you know, to a certain scale, but uh, we may right. not be someone who know tech, you know. So we wanted to find someone who can complement, you know, into uh, this uh, project. So we right. we we look for that person, and that uh, is Jin Xian. Uh, so uh, Jin Xian. Uh, he, he, after he graduated, he actually went to uh, get his master, you know, um, he went to um, the US, the, uh, China, you know, get, um, get his master's and stuff and, and then joined a startup company, you know, Shopee, he was actually one of the founding team, you know, actually, and then he also founded Cashew. Yeah, so actually this, uh, this move us, uh, this company actually started by uh, having these three of us having a conversation, you know, after weeks and weeks of discussion, right, and then we, we said that, why not let's uh, do something together? If, 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 if it's possible, why not three of us can uh, start this MUBAS? So, and then uh, cut the story short, three of us decided, okay, come on, man, let's do it. But of course, one, uh, one thing we all have to agree is we need to give up whatever we are doing and fully focus on uh, this project. Yeah, and that right. was like uh, late 2017. Uh, and that's how uh, my team is uh, formed and that's the story about my company. Right, but... Like, what is the problem that you identify in the international relocation industry? Okay, so like I mentioned about problem, right, there is really, um, uh, if, you, if, you, if you Google uh, what are the top 10, top 5 most stressful events, right, I, can, I think right. you will definitely find one that is uh, moving, la, you know, you need to uproot right. yourself. Even in Singapore, you know, let's say you're going to move house, right, uh, from maybe Tampines to, to Kalang, right, it's something that is... Uh, is something that is very stressful. You know, you need to, you are going to change a new location. You need to start thinking about a renovation. You think about uh, your, your, your children, if you have, right, their school. You know, you need to, you know, you need to call your, 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 your credit cards company, you know, to reset your, your poster mailing address. And uh, so there's tons of things that you need to do, even for a local uh, moving. So I, I, we research, right? I can right. only tell you that international moving right, is, is, is way, way worse. Yeah, so it's a very stressful um, kind of uh, event, but uh, there is no platform, right, that actually cater uh, for the international people, uh, for the assignee, or we call it the movers, you know, who moves um, deep, uh, in, in, they, uh, move across the world. Yeah, so we think that, hey, actually, we can create a platform, right, where we can aggregate and curate, you know, um, services like insurance that I mentioned. You know, when you go to a new place, you know, imagine yourself living for one and a half years. And at the same time, maybe you need to bring uh, your wife along, you know. There's so many things, right, you need to reset, you know, your whole life is actually like um, a, a new, you know, you, you need to set everything afresh. Yeah, so we realize that there's this uh, very big pain that is not uh, uh, easily available in the market. You know, it's something that... Uh, um, um, we, we actually research on, you know, uh, there they, they were companies that are doing uh, PM, 
you know, a, a little bit bit and pieces of the, the the services that I mentioned, but there is no one that um is able to do um the curated services right uh, in a platform you know to the customer itself. So I think this is something that hey, uh, if we can harness the power of, of technology, right? I think with this unique business model, it can actually be very helpful, you know, to 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 this group of clientele that we want to serve. Right. But like, just curious, because I think when you're talking about international relocation, right? Like, for example, moving to other countries, like I think just now you mentioned like uh, Bangkok uh, or like um, even like the neighboring countries like Indonesia and Malaysia, right? You probably need somebody who knows the area or knows the country well, right? So like, is that like a, a problem that you face when you're trying to expand to more countries that you need to find trustable people to try to get a sense of like, which is the best insurance company in like Thailand, that kind of thing. Yes. So, so, so like what you say, right, when you go to Bangkok and you want to go to Indonesia, you know, when you go to that country, right, you don't know which one, which bank to, to bank with. You know, you yeah. do not know which insurance company you should buy your insurance policy with. You know, so what Mubas uh, wants to do, you know, we want to have this network, you know, of service providers, they are curated, you know, into our platform and for, for yourself, right? Imagine you are going to Bangkok, uh, uh, KL, or even like Jakarta, right? You know that hey, even before you go there, you know you know your your SIM card is settled. You know I can give you free SIM card. You know I can give you uh um the banks that you should bank with. You know, and for us, right, it's also bringing customer to these vendors. Yeah. So this this business model become very interesting. You know where we can actually monetize. You know from from even our service provider in our platform itself. Right. So uh, let's go a little bit back to when you first started um, with your co-founders. So like normally when uh, startups are founded, they tend to be limited on resources. So how do you choose on where to spend your money on? Okay. So if let's say talking about Movas, right? In fact, because we are we are already um, um, already of us, we have certain experience, you know, in terms of like my... Right. We have certain experience in terms of running startup, you know, and uh, also uh, having some uh, some uh, savings in the bank, you know. So we what we started right. on right is actually we each of us put a five digit you know investment into the company, yeah, and we want right. to focus on the right thing, you know. So very quick, uh, immediately right, we try to create the product that we think that we can go out, you know, not a perfect product, but uh, an MPV for us to go out to test. You know, if this uh, hypothesis that we have, right, is, is valid, lah, does it hold water? You know, I think that, that is something that we started to, once we have that validation, right, you know, um, actually, we in the very beginning, we, we already created this uh, roadmap as well as our, our, our vision, you know, and we actually, in the very beginning, we really started going out to seek for our seed funding, you know, with the people that we right. know, the people that we think they may want to invest, you know, so... Very quickly in our first few months, right, we get a, a decent uh, seed investment and that allow us to uh, so-called fast scale, you know, in terms of our, our, our business mobile right. itself. Yeah, so, so in the, in, to answer your question, I really think uh, it really depends on which stage, you know, you are in. You know, um, definitely um, also depending on what kind of business you want to build. You know, if you want to build something that is uh, uh, fast and scalable, you know, and you want to go through the... Uh, that scene, right? Uh, you want to get user. I think fundraising is one of the uh one of the method. You know, but of course some uh 
some may uh, want to build something that is a lifestyle, you know, looking at uh, your returns, your net profit, you know, that is uh, also doable right. and feasible. Right. So, um, I just like to go a little bit to like the hiring process. So like when you first uh, make your first like hire to like find your first employee, what were the qualities that you look for in them? Okay. Um, I think this is a very good question. You know, uh, actually we, we tend to know uh, to find that somebody like, if you, if, I, I think for yourself, you mentioned that you work with a uh, uh, startup before. I think startup itself is a uh, very scrappy, you know, it's, uh, it's like you need to be able to multitask, you know, um, so that particular right. person is really understanding his uh, uh whether he, he has a very good attitude, you know, he, he knows that uh he has to be on task and he make and because of in especially in the environment of startup, right? Today maybe we have a plan, you know, but the plan can actually change, you know, overnight. Or, or probably right. and then the next week, like the change the, the plan change again. Because we are not like a corporation, and I think uh, that is very important. Uh the attitude and the ability to be flexible. Right. That's the two uh, main uh, so-called attribute that we look at. Right. So I just uh wanted to go a little bit deeper into that. How how do you then tell that they have this attitude or this mindset? Like especially like when you don't really have a lot of time to like pick the person. So like like how do you tell that like a person have like this ability to be flexible? Okay. Um good question again. Okay, so if you ask me right, especially uh, in the very beginning of a startup, I think there's two ways you can hire. Right. You know, one way is uh, going through the user, user platform, you know, you post your posting and you wait for someone to, to, uh, to so-called uh, comes and uh, uh, for the inter-regular interview. So what, what I did is like, hey, we are going to do this startup. You know, I think at the first stage, you know, you look at, you know, maybe you know some of your friends, you know, who you think that they are of certain good caliber, you know, over... Right. certain track record. At the same time, you also ask for recommendation. You know, you wanted somebody for that particular role. And then at the same right. time with the recommendation, right, you need to do um, a, 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 a bit of checks, lah, you know, to know that who is the ex-boss, you know, you need to do the, the, the new region. I think that will help. Yeah, but of course, like any hire, I think uh, there is no certain thing that is guaranteed that you will turn out to be good or right. a, a, a fit to your company. But I think that are a few few ways, you know, you can actually uh, manage it better so that uh, you can uh, actually stick better to your team. Yeah. Right. So, um, how, how big is your team currently at the moment? Okay. Currently, uh, we have about 30 odd, you know, we have uh, about 30 uh, in Singapore as well as uh, in uh, the Philippines. We have a, a small team in Philippines as well. Right. So how do you then manage across borders? I think especially during this COVID period, right? Uh, it's even more difficult because like, you cannot fly there to like sort of help with like anything that they need. So how do you then uh, manage both locations? Okay. I, I think actually, to be honest, right, I feel that uh, COVID-19, right, I, we can look into, uh, look at uh, all situations in two ways. Like, you know, I look at uh, COVID-19, right. obviously, it has impacted some uh, our businesses, definitely. But of course, I look at the positive side, right? It's actually, with COVID-19, you think about it, um, actually, we, we suddenly uh, we are able to do, you know, remote, you know, uh, remotely. You know, we can actually, uh, in fact, back then when we were in office in Singapore, right, we actually do not communicate right. as much, you know, with our teams in Philippines. But right now, right, our team manager, our team lead, you know, together with some of the, uh, the guys in Philippines, right, we have regular checking, you know, daily stand-up. So right. I think this actually uh, built, you know, 
um, more communication. You know, we have more communication between uh, the team and then actually build um, the whole cohesion, I would say, in the team as well. Right. But uh, why do you choose Philippines as the first place to expand to? Okay. Um, not really a place that I expand to. I'd rather say that there's a, 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 a place that actually support our, our business. You know, uh, you know, when you talk about international, actually this one um, really um, depends on business because our business is an uh, international relocation and a lot of right. our, our uh, clientele, right, they are um, mainly make out of uh, expat, you know, and um, right. um, usually they speak in uh, English most of the time, but of course they do have uh, their, their first language and stuff. So, so we think about uh, where can we get uh, uh, value, you know, in terms of customer service, in terms of... Right. Uh, um, you know, sales representative. You know, so uh, we, we we check with uh, our friends, our other founders, right, into which other countries do they actually get uh, all this kind of talent to help their business. You know, we, we actually uh, narrowed down to a few other countries and then we decided on our Philippines based on value as well as cost as well as the, the time zone. I think these are all important. Yeah, because I, I have another startup company that are, um, a friend of mine is actually uh, have some of their team in, 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 in uh, Eastern Europe as well. Yeah. So it's really depending on uh, how you want to manage your, your, your different team. Right. So I guess um, let's go a little bit to about investment funding. I think because you talked about it a little bit about it just now. So like how big of an impact do you feel that an investor have on a business and its operations? I think I think it's very important you know, uh, to have uh, the right investor you know, in fact, uh, we, we, especially together, um, um, my, my, my partner, right, Chin Xian, and uh, myself, as well, we know, uh, we know that uh, investor can, if a good investor, right, can actually bring us uh, really far. You know, but uh, a, right. a, an investor that you bring in, uh, that is, uh, I would say, may not be the best one, right, to actually hinder your, your, your growth. Lah. So, I think there's a few things I maybe can, uh, narrow it down. I think one of them is our operating experience. Uh, if you, right. if you, I think this is a uh, it is, it's, uh, publicly available in the, in the news. No? We just recently uh, announced that uh, we raised our Series A. If, if, if I can right. say that um, our lead investor, you know, Quest Venture, right, is some, somebody that we really want them to be our, our investor because uh, the, right. the, the VC there, they, are, they all have our operating experience. They themselves are operator. And they themselves have experience bringing their company to be listed, you know, and they have, you know, and they have operate uh, big companies, you know, in this region. So I think that that is uh, one of the main thing talking about operate operating experience. Um, but I can also say the second part, second one. I think that is also equally important would be good reputation. You know, especially the the, the startup scene is not like very big. You know, you are no other founder as well. You are, you are ask hey. Right. Uh, is this VC? What, what are they good at? You know, I think I think all these are important. You need to do your check. You know, they will say, hey, this guy is is that that that. You know, he definitely can help you. Blah blah blah. So I think that these are, are things that uh, we also need to do. You know, I am, uh, we are very happy. You know, um, we have done our check. Uh, the people that are are in our uh, cap table, that means our investor, right? All all are able to help us. You know, you know, and they are, they are of good reputation. At the same time, uh. You also want to look for somebody who can give you domain, the expertise, especially in terms of international relocation, right? Uh, we understand that we need someone who understands the expat. You know, we need someone right. who understands logistics because when you talk about moving, right, it's the logistical part of, uh, of the business. But when you talk about the client side, right, it's really about uh, 
you know, we need to know uh, why we need to know why you know why the client move. A lot of time they move due to um, you know work, you know due to work, you know they want. So we need right. to know. Uh, so so if if I can share right, it's like one of our partner is um, one of our investor is YCH. You know they are one of the biggest uh, logistic uh, uh, player in, in the region, and that helps. You know we can actually know um, in terms of uh, freight, in terms of air shipment. You know, these are the things that they can actually advise. Right. Which is uh, good, which is not so good. Yeah, I think uh, at the same time, I think uh, another the last point maybe I can share is also yeah, network. You know, yeah. If, let's say right. in our field, we talk about uh, expect. You know, we have people. Uh, we have our investor as a Chapman Group. You know, they actually uh, what what they do is uh, they have uh, they manage the uh, they help they hit hunt HR. You know, so when we talk about hit hunt, they have access to this group HR. No HR of top MNC and stuff like that. So then we can understand, you know, who, how the HR think, you know, how they actually uh, place people on a assignment to another country, and therefore from there, right, we understand how a customer think. So we know how to actually approach them and uh, uh, get business for our company. So I think these are a few things, a few points. I feel uh, having a good investor can actually have a very good positive impact on the business. Right. So just want to um, ask a little bit more and specifically onto like the pitching aspect because I think in order to first like get funding, you must first like raise a pitch and try to convince the investor that, that your company is worth uh, funding. So like what do you feel like you have that made your pitch very successful? Like what was like the X factor? Um, I, think, I think it's really understanding uh, um, the business. Um, um, I think... We, we understand the risk, you know, in terms of external as well as the internal risk. You know, I think in the deck, you will talk about what are the market size. You know, you just need to hit the right notes. You know, when you talk about, um, in terms of uh, the external risk, you talk about market size, you know, you talk about competition, you know, you talk about, uh, um, you know, what is the, the, the uh, um, business itself. You know, then we talk about the internal, you know, talk about execution, you describe who is the team, you know, stuff like that. So I think it's really about how you break it and then uh, you communicate it to your investor. I, and I can only say that not, uh, not it, it's, just, it's just a really, you need to find the right investor, you know, um, just really uh, meeting more investor, you know, sharing your pitch. Along the way, you find tune, you know, obviously they will give you tons of advice. But we always need to stay true to what is our vision and our mission. You know, and then along the way, right, you find your pitch, and then you know that, oh, okay, this is something I think um, this is something that we can believe in. You know, this is a pitch that we will go out and uh, share with the investor. And I can only share with you, we really meet, you know, on a regular basis, you know, different investor, you know, and then understand uh, what they want and what is their 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 mandate, you know, and then you you you, you do it uh, on a you know. Religiously, you know, understanding that uh, um, that means meeting more at the same time, uh, also fine tuning your, your 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 pitch. Right, right. So um, I think just now we mentioned a little bit about COVID. So like um, in my opinion, I feel that COVID would vastly affect your business because people are not relocating anymore, right? And a lot of companies realize that a lot of positions can be remote, which means that there might be lesser people relocating um, to different countries to work. So how has that affected your business and how, how do you like pivot if let's say like you were impacted? 
Okay. Um, seriously, I think uh, in the initial stage, right, we, 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 we think about this uh, major event like COVID-19, right? We, uh, we, really talk, we really scale down you know, our numbers uh, in terms of our, our projection. Yeah. But strangely, we are still keeping up with our numbers on a month-to-month right. basis. Uh, not because uh, we are doing, doing something differently, but rather, even though there are no, 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 um, there is lesser people who are relocating, but there is also a huge number that are repatriating. Yeah, because due to the situation, right. people are repatriating and their scale is becoming like a lot more. So, so actually, okay, even given this situation, actually, in fact, uh, we have one, uh, before we raise our round, uh, we, we, we have this, we already have this plan to actually um, go into a few markets that, that we already researched on um, to Hong Kong, to Australia, you know, but we have to put on hold because we cannot be, be going to be going there anymore. We cannot fly there, we cannot, we cannot do a lot right. of things. Okay. So, so I think um, we, and also at the same time, we take this opportunity, right, to really look into uh, our product, you know, as well as our, our, our offering to our client, you know, so, so, so from here, right, I only can, because, because uh, right. by doing that, this COVID-19 give us this uh, unique situation that we can actually reevaluate and look into uh, our product offering and then actually make certain adjustment, you know, yeah, I wish we all now believe that with that, right, we can actually be uh, better equipped, you know, to, to, to meet the demands of the, of the, of our, uh, of the whole market, right, when, uh, when the, COVID-19 situation is over. Right. So, um, I would like to move a little bit into like reflection. Um, so, like, why do you even choose to enter a startup to begin with? I mean, like, after graduation, you could go to a lot of different areas, right? Why do you choose to be in a startup? Why do I choose to be in a startup? Mm, okay, actually, uh, I was always wanted to do uh, something that is, uh, you know, like, um, have an impact, you know, to society, right. uh, actually, uh, I I interned before. I interned in big corporates. You know, then I realized, hey, a lot of time, uh, my role is very minute. You know, so right. So um, so when I first uh went out, you know, as a young graduate, right, I really did not know uh what I wanted to do. But all I wanted to uh, know that is I want to really make an impact when I um, I you know when I was young. You know, I have the time. You know, I'm not uh so called. Um, do not have so much uh, so-called responsibility yet. I think that's the reason. You know, I think uh, going to a startup uh, will allow me to fulfill at least, you know, my dream, you know, to create something that is impactful. Right. But, like, are you not worried that, um, like, because, like, I mean, so far, I mean, MoveS has been, like, maybe, like, a three, four years project. Right. You say it started in 2017, so it should be about three years. Right. But, are you not worried that like, because like the startup ecosystem is not, not like the nature of startups are like that they are like not very stable lah, and things can change very fast. So like, as you get older, have you ever thought of like transitioning back to corporate or that has never been like the plan? I think uh, really depending on how you look into it, if you, if you can, if I can share COVID-19, right. right, even you are in big corporate, right, your job is also at the risk. Okay. But I feel right. that, uh, in a startup, especially if you are the founder, right, you at least you know that uh, the path, right, is in your hand. You know, you know, you right. can chart, uh, chart your own uh, future. You know, at least you know, right, even if you fail, right, it's still um, something that you decide on. 
Yeah, so I think this is something that uh, I will never, uh, if, I, if I'm going to do it again, I will still go to, to, to start right. something myself. So yeah. then uh, let's go a bit into like, what was the biggest struggle that you faced uh, when so far as a founder? And how did you overcome it or what did you learn from it? Okay, um, maybe I would say that uh, struggle, I think there is uh, a lot, you know, in terms of, uh, um, you know, if you need you. The, the whole idea about startup right, is the ability to pivot. And I think you will right. experience high and low is like, like, like frequently. So I think the, the mm. I wouldn't say it's a struggle. I, I would say you need to be, you need to adapt to it. You know, I think, uh, I think being, therefore I need to always be very, very positive. You know, because like myself, like right, my family already. So I cannot, you know, I cannot, sh- I, I need to be positive and I need to know that, hey, being in the start, right, you know, you have your ups and downs. So right. I just need to manage it and always be positive. Yeah. But how do you like pick up after like a massive setback? Like, like what do you do? What do I do? Okay. Um, I think also because I have a good uh, founding team and uh, all of us right. are, uh, are founders before or on our, on our own, right? I think uh, it's something that uh, we're really quite used to it. You know, um, therefore, in, in a lot of time, you need someone to speak to. You know, uh, a lot of time when uh, something didn't go really well, you know, you if you have uh, somebody to talk to, it will actually help you. Yeah, so I think right. doing startup, if you can do it with a team, you will definitely be much better. Uh, so so I think that that is one of the uh, way I manage it. But at the same time, I also do, I, I also come to a point where I know that uh, any startup, you know, any successful founder, right, will make tons of mistakes. But it's about how they, they pick it up and then I won't and stop making the same mistake again. Yeah, right. I think that that is also something that I, I learned over time. Right. Uh, is there any like specific incident or event that you can recall that you actually learned a lot from? Like one particular event? One particular event that I learned a lot on, I would say maybe, um, maybe one of my, my key staff actually uh, decided to, to leave us. Yeah, right. I think that that is something that is uh, shocking, you know. Uh, and uh, but uh, I was uh, a bit, um, you know, like a shock. Yeah, in a state of shock. And uh, that is something that is uh, right. uh, we are all happy. You know, we are just uh, probably a few days ago we just talk about our next quarter plan. You know, we just talk about how we are going to approach it and are uh, going to so called um, hit our targets and stuff like that. And then um, the particular staff decided to say, "Hey, I'm, uh, it's about time I'm to leave." You know, stuff like that. Yeah, so that is some that are uh, an uh, event that are uh, probably is uh, quite a setback because it's quite an important uh, team member of the of the company. Right. So you you may actually question yourself, you know, um, you know why 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 this happened? You know, is it uh of your view, you know, working uh, you know, or is it the direction of the company that is uh that is uh, uh not aligned, you know, or probably our direction is not clear? Yeah. So, so right. I think these are things that uh, you need to you need to know along the way. Um, even uh, no matter uh, in a startup, right, you will have people that uh, may uh, along the way. You need to do um, to communicate a lot. You know to actually get everyone uh, understand the the mission and vision of your company. But of course, also even you do all the right things, right? There may, might be a chance that they they may have um, you know new direction. They may have a new uh, something they don't do, you know, be, uh, beside, uh, uh, beyond what they, they are actually uh, committed to do. 
in the very beginning. Right. Right. So I think uh we touched a little bit just now, but um let's talk about um employee retention then. How do you how do you retain your staff? How do we how do we retain our staff? I think I think this 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 really require a lot of uh uh work. I think the whole most important thing if you ask me is really um we as a founder right must set the right uh goal, you know, they must understand our vision and they must buy into the to our vision, you know, and uh setting the right uh KPI we call it to set the right goals for all of them and uh we are also be able to measure them, you know. So that they, they right. know that hey whether they are performing well and they really believe in your goal, you know, and then after that, right, revise your goal with them again, and then this is like a repeat kind of cycle. And you need to do it very, very frequently. Right. Yeah, and you need to listen, you know, to them. You know, that's the reason why right, you hire people uh talents, right? You cannot be like, hey, I go in, say, hey, uh, I'm gonna tell you, you know, you're gonna do this, 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 this. Uh, this will not really work. So I think to retain. It's really about being a better manager and a better leader. You know, no point like, hey, I'm going to give you an a, a increase in your, a, in your pay. It, it may help, but I would think that it's pretty going to be temporary. Right. So let's go to the other side of the coin then. What is your biggest accomplishment thus far as a founder? And like maybe like a particular event or milestone that made you look back and be like, hey, I think I'm quite amazed that we actually managed to accomplish this. Manage to accomplish everything. Uh. Okay, so I think um, uh, personally, I think uh, we have a few small wins. I think the, the latest one would be our recent uh, fundraise. I think that is uh, probably something that I feel uh, is an uh, achievement. It's also a boost, you know, uh, to the team. You know, you feel proud about that uh, our team, we have put in our effort, right? And if somebody really put in money, you know, especially from uh, some of the investors that we get, right? Uh, right. It's something that is uh, a moment that at least, you know, we are on the right track. You know, at least you can know that, hey, we can tell our team and your team members can think that, hey, we are really on the right track and now uh, we have achieved, uh, you know, our goal, you know, to reach this stage. Yeah. So I think that that would be one of the, the more uh, uh, proud moments. Right. So what is your goal for, like, MoveUs? Like, eventually, what do you want MoveUs to become? Okay, like I mentioned, uh, I think I think in Mubas, uh, we we have a very very uh ambitious, I would say, uh, plan in the very beginning. We wanted to really go global. Right? Right. That's why we talk about international right. relocation. We want to really be the network, be really uh top mind right in a, in in any uh, international relocation. Yeah, that is something we want to achieve. Right. That means, be it you know, if you are moving from uh, you know say uh Frankfurt in Germany to Hong Kong, you know, you will use our product. You know, our product is good enough, you know, to give you to help you to move your, your things at the same time to help you to live well when you reach your destination. Yeah. In fact, uh, as of now right. we already uh, we already able to, you know, uh to to move uh, our client right to more than uh, two hundred over cities in the world. So I think that is a uh, uh right. Uh, a small step, a baby step, but we are going to do it uh, even further. You know, we can actually even cover uh, more grounds at the same time, uh, provide better solution, you know, to our, our client. That would be something that is uh, what uh, what we want to achieve in mobile itself in the next few years. Right. 
So I think I have uh, two more questions for you and then uh, sure. we'll wrap up this uh, podcast episode. So like, the first question is, um, what is the quality that you feel uh, an aspiring entrepreneur should have? Quality. Uh, I think to take action uh, is a very important um, you know, to be decisive, you know, so therefore you must take action. I think I, 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 I have a lot of friends, well, last time, like, uh, I mean, probably in, in, uh, even in NUS, right? I have uh, many friends, you know, they wanted, they always keep telling me, hey, I want to do this, do that, do this, do that. You know, I want to uh, start this, start that, you know. Uh, but right. I would say, maybe, you know, especially in a, in, in a country like Singapore, right? I think the, the risk-taking part and to take action, you know, into something that they want to do is not really uh, a lot. I would say it's really even less than 20%. You know, if I can look into my cohort of friends, you know, I can only say that uh, my right. project group, I can say every one of us definitely have idea that we wanted to be an uh, 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 entrepreneur one day or even uh, to, found, to, to, find, uh, to, to, to be a founder of a company. Uh, but I would say um, it's not a lot. Lah. You know, it's just a, that, that fraction. Yeah. So you take action and then along the way, um, you succeed or you fail, I would still think it's a, it's a courageous move and uh, definitely um, that period of time that you put in, like, you actually, I would say, uh, the learning itself is going to be quite useful. Right. So I want to go a little bit deeper into that because I think you mentioned a lot about like risk, right? So I think at the start, it's quite difficult to tell whether your idea will, will work out, right? So uh, how do you do an initial validation of your idea, especially like when you don't have a lot of connections, it's very difficult for you to like, ask the investors be like and validate it through pitch right so how do you do an initial validation to think that hey I think my idea is workable okay um, I think uh, there's a, a few things that we can do I think first of all understand uh, your market you know let's say you are going to a market know how big is the market I think that that is important as well uh, right. understand who is your 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 competitor you know understand um the timing also, the timing of your of your of the things that you want to do, you know whether is it um uh, is it the right time, you know you know like for example Airbnb right, I think um if you read you understand that there are so many companies before Airbnb have the same concept, yeah but probably the technology back then the the people adopting that kind of uh, concept right, it's not ready, right. you know so so after you have done your what I call this kind of research right, right. uh you know. Pitch it, you know, to, to, to your friends, you know, to your family, you know, to to, to anybody uh, you think that can add value, you know. And then at the same time, ask them, you know, if I'm going to do this business, right, you know, will you put money, you know, into my business? If they say, yeah, why not? You know, I, I definitely when they say that, right, you know right. that they, they may, I, I think a few things, they may think that your plan is a, is a decent plan, first of all. The second thing is they may think that, hey, uh, I think uh, I like you. I, I know you. I think uh, even right. uh, I think this is just an idea. Even if your idea is not totally polished, right? But I feel that you have the ability to make it right down the road. Yeah. So I think it's really very important uh, to understand that an idea will keep changing. In fact, uh, uh, this is definitely true. You know, especially in uh, most startup. Yeah. But the ability to adapt you know, the market and then executing it right. yeah, is, the, is the most important thing, you know, in terms of uh, running and uh, creating a successful startup, I think. Right. 
I see. So um, my last question, right, is a question that I'll ask everyone that I've interviewed thus far. And that is, what is one advice that you will give to an aspiring entrepreneur or like some an advice that you'll give to like your past self? My past self? Uh, yeah. Anything. <laughs> one, yeah, I think, I, like, I, like I say, I think if I can tell, uh, it's really being having the positive mindset. Yeah, like I say, I think that is uh, really very important to me. Uh. Yeah, because I feel that uh, if you have that positive mindset, right, and and that means nothing can really pull you down. You know, you, 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 you get setbacks almost uh, uh, every uh, day, every week. You know, you get, you know, from your customer, uh, from your team, you know, from your investor, everywhere. Yeah, but if, if you if you are able to stay positive, you know, throughout and uh, able to regulate, you know, your, your, your thoughts well, right? I think that would be uh, a very good advice uh, and uh, something that uh, you can uh, uh, make, uh, manage, you know, the stress that uh, you really has, you know, as a founder. Right. Just just curious, right, on, on that point of positivity, I think you, you mentioned that we should stay positive. How do you go about to to practice that. I think it's it's quite difficult to change your mindset. I mean, like overnight and stuff like that, right? So what are the steps you take to like slowly change your mindset to, to stay positive? Mm, you have to understand uh, that after a while, right? No point uh, worrying, you know? You know, maybe I can only tell right. you, definitely, you know, when you first started, you will be very afraid, you know? You know, I think that fear is always there, you know? Fear of uh, right. not making it, you know? Fear of... Uh, you know, some of your ideas is wrong. You know, you go out with a product, right. you know, and then you get punched, you know, by your, your, your customer. Hey, you know, you know, why is it like that? Why is it like that? You know, so, so, you know, if you, if you, if you take that in and you really internalize and you begin to have negative thoughts, right, and probably you worry too much, you know, you know, uh, you spend too much time thinking about it, right? It, it will not help, you know? Yeah. So if you are positive, okay, well, Thank you for your feedback. You know, you know, I'm gonna use this feedback and see how I can make my product better. You know, I'm gonna use this uh right. feedback uh really from my team. How I can I be a better manager? You know, stuff like that. I right. think that, that is something that uh it is uh is important now. Yeah. Right. Thank you so much for your time, Jerry, today. Hey, thank you, Yuan. Thank, thank you, you very much. Bye bye. Bye bye. So that was the interview with Jerry. One thing that stuck to me was when he mentioned that as a startup, you're constantly pivoting and you might face new problems every day. He also emphasized on the positive attitude that a founder needs to have. We'd love to hear your thoughts on what you think is the most important quality in a founder. Just drop me an email or connect with me through LinkedIn. We have come to the end of the episode. I hope that this has been an insightful learning experience for you. If you want to hear more, do follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Till next time, take care.